Hello, church leaders and friends. Welcome to another episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped, lead more effectively, and help your church thrive. I'm your host, Becky Holton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Carrie W. Houghton. Hello there. <laughs> hey, hon. Well, we've taken a couple of weeks off. We have. And we're back on this podcast. It's good to be back. It is. We had a nice little break, COVID style, but it's nice to be back. Well, we needed a break and we kind of rejuvenated ourselves mm-hmm. and we're ready to go in another podcast. We're raring to go. What are we talking about today, hon? Well, we are beginning a new series on the church and finances. Whoa money. We want to talk about how to talk about money in the church, how to budget, and how to manage money in the church. Of course, our discussion will be about how churches can do these things. We're not talking about personal finance, but church finance. Right. This is an interesting subject, but why? I mean, why the discussion at this time? Because I'm sure we have listeners who may be asking that question as well. I'm sure that they are. Well, I think it's a timely subject in light of the recent pandemic. Hey, I've got some statistics for us to think about. Okay. I was reading the results of a survey sponsored by the Unstuck Group and Blackbaud. They surveyed 561 churches from May 18th to May 29th of this year. And the survey included churches ranging in size from under 100 members to more than 50,000 in attendance prior to the COVID-19 shutdowns. Now, I know the survey is just a few months outdated, but I think it's still very informative. That's interesting. Let's hear the results. Okay. Here's what the survey said. Those who conducted the survey found that giving had decreased in a third of all churches. Megachurches especially are most likely to have experienced a decline in giving. There are churches in our personal knowledge who have experienced a decline in contributions since the pandemic began. The survey also found that the average decrease in giving across all churches was about 5%. Small churches are experiencing the biggest declines with an average giving decrease of 8%. Again, we have heard of churches that are experiencing a much greater decline right. than this. I would have thought those numbers would have been higher. Right. Well, I'm thinking that many church leaders may be more than a little concerned about the effect of the pandemic on two specific numbers. First, the number of people who return to the church once the doors reopen, and two, the contributions to the church. Some churches have already been proactive with staff furloughs or layoffs and reducing compensation. In fact, the biggest increase in furloughs and layoffs was among small churches, according to this survey. Mm. So we thought that this might be a good time to talk about church finances. Absolutely. that Those statistics uh, really help us to see how timely this subject is. So what would di- direction um, on this subject, Mr. Church, Dave Ramsey, would you like for us to go? (laughs) Well, as we said earlier in this series, we want to talk about how church leaders can talk about money in their churches, how they can budget better and how they can manage the church's money better. But in this episode, in this episode, we want to give church leaders a few suggestions on how to talk about money in their church. Good. First of all, let's just encourage them to talk about this subject, to not shy away 
from talking about giving. I think that's a great first suggestion because I do think there is some hesitation among church leaders just to talk about the subject. After all, you know, we've heard a lot from outsiders and those that are unchurched that they tend to think that all churches care about is getting your money. So we might understand why ministers and other church leaders are a bit hesitant to preach on this subject or talk about it very much in their assemblies. I think you're right. I think there are people who think, well, that's all the church is interested in is right. getting into your pocketbook. But just here, I think we should say that, hey, Jesus talked a lot about money. It's almost alarming how much Jesus talks about money in the New Testament. He discussed the topic of money more often than he spoke of faith and prayer combined. Jesus typically taught in parables, right? And one Bible student has noted that 11 of his 40 parables were about money or, or used money as a way to teach us spiritual truths. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, for example, the parable of the hidden treasure and the parable of the pearl compare the kingdom of heaven to riches. And the parable of the talents tells the story of a master who entrusts his servants with money to make a point about being productive. And in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, Jesus draws attention to a great eternal reversal where those who are most comfortable on earth find themselves bringing up the rear. Well, and how about the parable of the rich fool in Luke 12? You you know, in that parable, Jesus spoke of the importance of being rich toward God. In fact, many of Jesus's teachings on money and possessions are found in, in Luke's gospel, which I think is interesting that the doctor would include so much about money. Right. And, and the point that we're making is that Jesus taught a great deal on money and managing possessions. And what Jesus was willing to talk about, well, I think we too should be willing to talk about it. There you go. So that's our first suggestion, folks. Just talk about giving. Don't be afraid to talk about that important subject. Teach and preach on the subject. Help followers of Christ to know that God wants them to grow in the grace of giving. And before we move on to suggestion number two, I suppose we should state the obvious, and that is that the church needs money. Yes, it does. Uh, It takes money to do the Lord's work. So if we want the church to do the work that God has given us to do, and who doesn't want this, we need capital to carry out the work of the Lord. And we should not be afraid to talk about it. Right. Hi, folks. We have found that many church leaders want to stop the decline in their churches. They want to reverse their church's course and see her grow again. They're so conscientious, and they want their churches to thrive but many of them are very confused, frustrated, and so discouraged. They don't know where to start or how to begin to turn things around, and that's where we can help. The first step to leading your church into the future is to lay the foundation. What would that be? It would be to build a strong and effective leadership team. To help you do that, we now have an online resource that will help you to build a strong and high-performing leadership team. It's the Effective Church Leaders Workshop Online. Our next class begins August 24th, and here is what I want you to do. Go to our website at EffectiveChurchLeaders.com and register for this online workshop. Registration will close on the 23rd, so go there as soon as possible and sign up for this class. In fact, go there now. Well, you might want to wait until you finish listening to this podcast, and then you can go.
So the first suggestion was talk about money, talk about finances. What's our second suggestion, hon? Here's number two, and it's closely related to suggestion number one. Teach on money in a series rather than in a single message. Hmm. Now, it's not that we are opposed to single messages on giving. Rather, we find and have found that churches experience a sustained increase in giving when they teach a series of combined messages rather than teaching the same number of messages individually throughout the year. That is really interesting. So what what you're saying is that churches see an increase in giving when they teach a series of messages on giving or a class on giving. That is, when they do more of a concentrated sub, uh, study on the subject, uh, that increase in contribution is going to continue to happen over several weeks. Right. Right. When ministers preach on this subject, they should consider a series rather than just one lesson. They will tend to see better results. That's very helpful. Well, share with us a a third suggestion, too. Okay. We're on a roll here, aren't we? We are. Stand back. Suggestion number three is to connect giving to the mission and vision of the church. Again, we've said this before, having a clearly and often communicated mission and vision is so important. The church needs to hear about their vision and about their mission just very, very frequently. And the mission of the church, well, these things, they need to be kept before the people all of the time. I, I That's a great, great thought. And I, I think this is how church leaders might respond to the often heard objection that all the church cares about is money. Right. No, this church cares about accomplishing the mission that the Lord gave his people to make disciples. This church cares about helping people. This church cares about community. And in order to fulfill our mission and our vision, we, uh, we have to raise the funds to meet the needs to obey the Lord. That's how it happens. So church leaders should take every opportunity to connect pleas for contributions with the church's mission and vision. I think that's a great, uh, a great statement and a great way to put that, honey. You've got to connect that. And they should let their people know why the church needs their financial support. They should let their people know where the money's going. It goes to support the staff or goes to support missionaries or the children's ministry or community outreach. In general, church leaders really need to let their people know what their gifts to the Lord and the church are going to accomplish. This is really not a time, especially now, to go dark and to be silent on it. We really need to let people know where their hard-earned dollars are going to go. Right. I agree. So lead us on into suggestion four. Okay, glad to. Suggestion number four is to think intentionally about those moments when offerings are taken up. What do you mean by that? Okay, well, I mean, every time that the church takes up an offering, and that's usually every week in the churches with which we are familiar, well, they should take a few moments to teach a biblical principle on money. Or... Take a few moments to link the offering to the church's mission and vision. Or take a few moments to share a story of life change, a story that may show the positive results of someone's past generosity. In other words, help people begin to see the connection 
between generosity and changed lives and hearts. I agree. And I'm sure church leaders would see a lot more financial results if they could do more to capture and share the stories of how God has changed a person's life and how the work of the church has contributed to real and positive life changes. And that all of this good stuff that's happening has been funded by their contributions. Right. All right, let's keep rolling here. Um, Do you have another related uh, suggestion you'd like to give us? You know, I've got two more suggestions about uh, how church leaders can talk about money in their churches before we put a wrap on this podcast. But here's number five. Suggestion number five is be transparent. Celebrate with your church when God provides financial resources to accomplish the church's mission and vision. Inform your church when the financial resources aren't keeping pace. Hmm. It's not necessary for the congregation to know how every nickel and dime is spent. That's the job of an accountant or auditor. But the church should have a general understanding of how their financial contributions are being used. So be transparent. Let them know how their money is being spent. I agree. And, And I also want to underscore what you said earlier, that if financial resources are not keeping pace with the needs of the church, church leaders should let the members of the church know communicate the needs to the church. It's so important. Um, People won't give to ambiguous goals, but I do believe they will give to really significant needs that are communicated to them. And I think you're right that when they are told that the church needs help, maybe they're going through a rough patch. I think people, Christians will respond. Absolutely. We've seen that over and over. Yes. Just keep them informed. Let Mm -hmm. them know what's going on. Right. Okay. And finally, I think you had another suggestion you wanted to wrap into this one, too. Very good. I had number six. You do. Are you keeping score here? Yes. Keeping count? I'm counting. This is number six. It is about money and numbers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Say thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Again, this suggestion, I know it seems so elementary, so obvious, but I think it's something that we often fail to do. Uh. This is just a reminder that we need to make sure that a thank you goes out when the church is faithful to give back to God and to the work of the Lord. I think that suggestion couldn't be more timely. We're living in a time of a lot of upheaval and people are forgetting their manners Mm. and they're forgetting to say thank you. And, And when I think about it, I don't know that I've often heard a lot of church leaders can congratulate the church on their generosity and just thank them. In in my experience, too, it hasn't happened very often when you hear a church leader get up before their church and say, thank you, folks, for your faithful giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's seldom said. Anyway, I wonder if there is a way for church leaders to somehow send out a thank you after the first time someone gives to the church hmm. or after someone makes a significant financial contribution. Maybe just a thank you note. You know, I think that would mean so much to those people who do give to the work of the church so faithfully and so generously. Just say thank you. Well, saying thank you is just a good thing to do. We start teaching little kids that, you know, when they start learning to talk. And it's just a good thing to do for us grown-ups, whether we're talking about saying thank you to those who are contributing to the Lord's work or to someone who does an act of kindness, we really need to become more grateful people. I mean, it's a command in Scripture, but more than that, it helps us to grow 
I don't know that I've ever seen a really spiritual, mature person who was not grateful. Preach it, sister. I Don't get me started. Oh, my. It's good, <laughs> good words. Good words. Well, do you have one more suggestion? It's number seven. You know, it's a perfect number. You end on seven. <laughs> well, I do have more suggestions, but uh, I think we'll stop for now and just include them in our next in our next episode. Uh, We do plan to continue this discussion of the church and finances in our next episode, which will be a brand new episode. So I know that our readers will be on pins and needles until we release that very next episode. I'm sure that they're probably already waiting with bated breath and calculators. So (laughs) Uh, let me just provide a quick review and we'll, we'll call this good. In this podcast, first of all, we said that church leaders should talk about giving and church finances and that they shouldn't shy away from talking about this really important subject. And it's a subject, by the way, that Jesus talked a lot about himself. Then we suggested that church leaders should teach on the subject of giving in a series of lessons rather than just having one single message. We also suggested that church leaders would do well to connect their discussions about giving and contributing to the church to the church's mission and vision, and that they should think intentionally about those moments when offerings are taken up. Finally, we said that church leaders should be transparent on the subject and remember to say thank you to those who give. Good job out of you. Very good. Okay. Well, let's call it a wrap for today. Until next time, thank you, friends, for joining us for this episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped, lead more effectively, and help your church really thrive. God bless you and your church.